Hey, into picklers, welcome to Pickleball Therapy, our almost weekly podcast where we bring you tips and just thoughts about pickleball and hopefully improving as a pickleball player. Been a couple weeks since we put out a podcast. I've been working uh, diligently with CJ Johnson from Better Pickleball to launch our new immersive pickleball learning community called VI Pickleball. If you want to learn more about it, you can check it out at wearepickleball.com. It's been a lot of fun. We have some really, really good content in there. And, uh, you know, part of the, the VI Pickleball experience or the VI Pickleball, not experience, but the, the, the whole premise of it is to have a uh, community, right? A, a community of like-minded pickleball players, folks who really want to work on their game, really want to grow as pickleball players. And, you know, CJ and I, as as you probably know, we both have our YouTube channels. We both have our websites and things like that. And so we offer, you know, what we believe is valuable content to the pickleball community. But we said, you know, is there something we can do that's maybe a little more, a little more intense, a little more immersive is the term that we've been using, a little more immersive uh, to really help pickleball players. And that's where the whole uh, VI pickleball idea kind of sprouted. And, and uh, I'm really excited with, uh, with the uh, information we've been able to put together so far. But, you know, being in that community and being, uh, uh, you know, just being a part of that has really helped me kind of refocus on pickleball and refocus on what's important in pickleball. So what I want to do today is take a few minutes, talk about pickleball, what's important in pickleball, and, uh, you know, and at the end, I'll give you a riff on uh, pickleball paddles. I'm going to continue that series in the riff today. So if you want to just sit back and listen to some thoughts about pickleball and what makes pickleball what it is, stay tuned. You'd like to help your friend or family member learn how to play pickleball. But how? Now it's easy. Pick up a copy of Play Pickleball, A Beginner's Guide. It's the most complete guide to playing pickleball. Available as a digital download or in hard copy at intopickle.com or at Amazon. Let's keep growing the sport. 2020 has been a doozy of a year so far. Forget about the politics and all that stuff. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, you know, we, we had to deal with COVID this year. Kind of like, what is this? What do we have to do? Where do I have to wear my mask? Uh, obviously, it's impacted pickleball. Uh, you can see, obviously, you know, pickleball took a, a break for a little while there. It's made a little bit of a comeback, but a lot of players are still hesitant to come out. So, you know, 2020 has just been one of those years. And now we're in the holidays. And maybe there's a second uh, peak happening. We're all a little bit on edge with the COVID situation, not knowing exactly how it's going to play out and, and just life in general, right? So, you know, what's been interesting is, is you know, kind of putting in context pickleball and the holiday season and kind of everything that's been going on this year. Uh, you know, the, the VI Pickleball community we just launched, you know, it's really helped me kind of, uh, I don't know, maybe reset my expectations about pickleball. Not expectations, my, how my thinking about pickleball. You know, we have, uh, I've been playing pickleball about five years now. Jill and I both have been playing pickleball about five years. And, uh, you know, we've improved a lot as, as technically. We've improved a lot as players. Uh, I think we were much, not I think, I know we're much different players today than we were five years ago when we first started. You know, there's there's things that I see today and, and do on the court and understand about the game that I just didn't understand when I first started. And that's been very rewarding. You know, Jill and I have had a good experience uh, in this sport. But at the same time, you know, sometimes we get a little bit uh, maybe tunnel visioned in terms of uh, our improvement. You know, we get so focused on that third shot or that, uh, you know, backhand volley, defense setup, counterpunch, whatever. You know, whatever, you know the, the wide dink, working on that, that we kind of a little bit lose sight of the maybe the overall picture of pickleball, you know, or, or what, what pickleball meant to us when we first started playing it. And, uh, you know, this community, the feedback we've gotten from the community, the players that we've met so far in the community have really helped me 
just kind of reassess that, you know, kind of maybe reset myself. You know, we we love the reset shot in pickleball, right? You're moving up to the non-volley zone. Uh, you're in trouble. You get hit the ball and you and you do a nice job of neutralizing the shot with a reset into the NVZ and you're uh, happy about it. You know, I'm happy when I do that. But what about just, you know, resetting maybe the thought process about pickleball, maybe going back to, you know, what 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 is it about pickleball that we really like? And, you know, the, the main thing for me playing pickleball, you know, the competitive is fine. The learning is great. The obviously the, the physical side of it's good, the, you know, the exercise and things like that. But it's really the, the getting to meet new people, uh, you know, hearing what their stories are, finding out, you know, kind of why, you know, how they came to pickleball. Uh, you know, what pickleball means to them. I mean, you know, some we have uh, a member of our community who's, you know, 83 years old, uh, just started playing pickleball not too long ago. And so, you know, he's in his 80s, picking up a new sport, loving it, getting into it. I mean, that's awesome. That's just fantastic when you have that kind of feedback or that feedback, but that kind of impact, right? That that's the sport, uh, you know, the sport of pickleball has such an impact or can have such an impact on players. And so, you know, what I'm going to, uh, I guess, challenge everybody, myself included, is, uh, as we enter the holiday season, you know, it's going to be a little bit difficult to implement right away. So in other words, if you if you take up the challenge, right, it's going to be a little bit difficult to actually get it done immediately. But I would challenge you to maybe think about someone in your life or someone who you know, uh, you know, even an acquaintance who you might know, uh, who might be able to benefit from pickleball, right? I mean, why not give the gift of the sport that if you're listening to the podcast, you're serious about, you know, if you're listening to pickleball therapy, you're not, uh, you're not li- trying to find a political podcast or a podcast about crime or whatever other podcast you might listen to. You're not looking for Joe Rogan. You're looking for a pickleball podcast. So, uh, you know, you're, you're obviously invested in the sport. You're serious about the sport. You know, what about taking a minute and, and giving the sport to somebody else, uh, allowing somebody else the pleasure and the beauty of this game uh, you know, the, think of the social, the the physical, everything I mentioned a, a few minutes ago, you know, and giving that to somebody else. And it's a beautiful gift because, you know, you can buy somebody a sweater or a tie or whatever. Uh, and that's nice. You know, nothing wrong with that. But, you know, the gift of pickleball is one of those things that just keeps on giving and giving and giving. Uh, and then that person, uh, as opposed to the socks or the sweater, which, you know, they'll just be able to wear themselves, then maybe that person gives it to somebody else and gives it to somebody else. It's kind of like that, uh, the concept of paying it forward. So, you know, think about that uh, in terms of pickleball uh, or in the pickleball context and maybe, you know, consider gifting pickleball to somebody else. So that's my my challenge, my holiday challenge to everybody. Again, I understand that it may take, uh, you know, a few months before, we, you know, or maybe more than a few months, but, you know, the vaccine and everything will kick in. But maybe start start putting the seed in, in someone's mind that you want to get out there with them and show them how to play the game or you want to encourage them to take it up with their local facility, maybe do some of the legwork to help them identify the ambassador in the area. Whatever you have to do, a family member, friend, uh, again, just, you know, someone who you care about and you want to gift this beautiful game to. Another thing you might be able to do is give yourself a gift. Maybe reflect a little bit about the game and what it means to you. Uh, Maybe, uh, you know, kind of rethink what's going on right now in pickleball with you. Do you enjoy it as much as you did when you first started? If not, why not? You know, are you hung up on some shot that you can't hit or or on a game that you keep on wanting to get invited to or something like that? You know, something that's maybe a little bit peripheral to your enjoyment of the game. And maybe go back to the, you know, what what was it that that made pickleball special for you when you first started playing? And maybe try and reconnect with some of those uh, feelings and some of those uh, experiences. Uh, you know, maybe you can't do it right this second uh, because of COVID and weather and things like that up north. 
But, you know, you can certainly start thinking about it and maybe start planning your sort of comeback, your comeback tour, if you will, uh, to kind of, you know, reconnect with what brought you into pickleball and what made pickleball such a positive experience in your life. And uh, maybe that's your gift to you this year. Just give it some thought. If you're into paddles and you want to hear my thoughts about the difference between elongated or long paddles versus standard size paddles, stay tuned for the riff. You studied the pickleball videos, maybe read a pickleball book, taken a lesson or two, but there's just something missing, something to complete the whole picture. That's where VI Pickleball comes in. VI Pickleball is the most immersive pickleball learning community available today. You can check out more information at wearepickleball.com. See you in the community. All right, let's talk a little bit about pickleball paddles. And what I want to focus on today is the shape of the hitting surface, not the grip that's attached to the paddle. We'll talk about that in a subsequent podcast. Today, I want to talk about the hitting surface, which is obviously where you hit the ball. The question players ask me is whether they should get into an elongated paddle. If an elongated paddle, a longer than normal paddle, if you will, will help their game. My general sense is to say no, with one exception, which I'll mention in a minute, which I'll explain in a minute. But basically, an elongated paddle, the, the, the disadvantage of an elongated paddle is it's going to be harder to move the paddle from side to side. So if you're if you're playing on one side and then the ball gets hit to the other side, you have to get the paddle around. You're going to have a delay, a natural delay, because of the paddle being longer. It's going to be harder to get around. That delay could be, uh, you could explain that delay as swing weight. So basically, when I'm trying to get a longer object from one side to the other, it's harder. It's, it applies more torque into my arm. It takes more energy to get it around. So that that extra energy not only slows the paddle down, but also adds additional stress to my arm and to my wrist and to my hand, right? So generally speaking, I would say that the the disadvantages of the elongated paddle when you're playing doubles, uh, when you have to move the paddle around quickly, outweigh any additional advantage that you may get from, from you get a little more reach, right? Now, hopefully you're not hitting a lot of balls on the tip of your paddle no matter what, but you do get a little more reach and potentially get a little more power. And the reason you get more power is the same reason why it's harder to get it from one side to the other. You have additional swing weight, additional energy transmitted into the ball. And so that's why the elongated paddle sometimes, you know, seems like an attractive option. But again, the disadvantages in pickleball of, you know, of a little bit of, of, of slowness, right? A little slower and the, the additional uh, impact on the arm outweigh those advantages. One other kind of slight uh, difference or slight uh, disadvantage of the elongated paddles is at least in my personal experience because I have played I have played with a version of an elongated paddle is the you lose some of your defensive capabilities particularly in again in a double setting where you're standing up at the NVZ you're backing up a little bit and trying to defend what I found was the elongated paddle that I had tried I was defending in the same way I defended with the, the traditional shape paddle but the balls were deflecting off my off the edge of the paddle. So when I looked at the paddle, it was the only time I've had marks on the s- side of the paddle. So not on the on, you know literally on the side of the edge guard, not on the tip like where you you know scrape it on the on the court sometimes on the corners, but on the actual sides of the paddle, I, I had some marks from where balls were basically skipping off the the edge guard on the end or on the sides when I was trying to defend. So. For those reasons, I would suggest not using an elongated paddle with one exception, which I'll mention now, which is if you're playing singles. If you're playing singles, because singles is more like tennis, uh, you know, it's more like playing mini tennis. So if you're playing singles where you're going to have basically longer swings, you're trying to hit the ball harder and things like that, you can use an elongated paddle. And actually, you can use a little heavier paddle too if you want to. 
because you'll get a little more pop off the ball, a little more power off, a little more pop off the paddle, I should say, a little more power into the ball. You'll be able to hit harder. And the elevated paddle, a little more reach, a little more power is fine. And you're not really flicking that paddle around as much as you are when you're playing doubles up at the NVZ. So generally speaking, no elongated paddle unless you're really using it for singles play. That's a wrap for episode 18. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. If you liked it, please share it with somebody else. Remember that if you liked it, they probably will too. See you next week.